0: You're listening to Power Pearl's podcast, intuitive, purpose-driven yarn crafting to empower your knits and pearls. Hey, Power Pearlers, I just wanna share that this episode is brought to you by my very special free audio training workshop, the secret sauce. In this workshop, I show you how to tap into your zone of genius, get scrappy, and finally start your creative business. In this free audio training, I will show you how to cook your own secret sauce with my five-step recipe to help you uncover your not-so-obvious skills and talents. Because let's face it, Sometimes we just can't see them, but the truth is they're there, kind of like your nose. It's so close that you don't even notice it. In this workshop, I will show you how I started my business, how I got scrappy and stopped functioning from a place of fear and urgency. So you can show up with joy, purpose, and excitement every day about building your passion-crafted soul-driven business. So to learn more about this free audio training, visit karagotwarner.com forward slash secret sauce. Now on to the episode. Hey there, Power Pearlers. I want to welcome you to another episode of Power Pearls podcast. I'm going to be talking about something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is to celebrate this little piece of love, this six by six piece of love, the knitted swatch. So on October 13th, you may have taken part in I Love Yarn Day. And the whole idea of this is to celebrate your love for fiber, knitting, yarn, crochet. And today I just want to chat about this Excitement that we have, how to keep it going, and talk about how we can celebrate the swatch, celebrate our stitches together. And, you know, when it comes to creating swatches, which I think by now you all know that I'm a big fan of creating swatches, creating the gauge swatch. The, this is su- such a powerful little piece of knitted fabric because it can be used to help you create a design. So it's like a blueprint for a new design. So your gauge swatch, if you're going to be making a new sweater. Uh, but you know, beyond that, it can help you create community, bring people together to empower them, to help them learn new stitches, and to also lovingly donate them to a cause that is near and dear to your heart. And yes, in a meditation practice. And, you know, we've done this before where you take this swatch, you take this little piece of love that you're working on and you use it to breathe in the love, the the good vibes that you're feeling and you breathe out all, all the stress, all the negativity, but you have the ability to get into a certain mind space when you're knitting. We already know this, right? So why not use this as fuel? And a lot of meditations actually show you how to do this. I think in a past episode, I talked about how to uh, meditate on great compassion and how you use uh, someone that you love as a sort of an object of your meditation. Maybe it's a child, maybe it's a pet. It could be anybody or any, any living being. Let's put it that way, right? Well, we can also use our knitting or crochet, our yarn crafting project, whatever it is, something that we're passionate about, but something that also can, can give warmth and excitement to someone else. That's what makes what we do. As yarn crafters, so amazing. So imagine being able to take this and use this as fuel, you know, as mind fuel, right, <laughs> to bring this into a meditation practice. And this is something that I'm going to be talking about more. Um, you know, episode 100 is uh, is coming up. It's coming up really quick, um, and it's actually going to be uh, it's pretty exciting. I don't want to spill the beans yet, but I, it's going to be it's going to be a great way to segue into kind of like a new era, a new, um, you know, it's three years. This podcast has been going on for three years. Uh, I started this podcast in October of 2015. So it's like, whoa, it's amazing. And now I'm at almost at episode 100. Um, So, but over the course of the next few months, I'm going to be talking more and more about how we can use our knitting, our even crochet, doesn't matter. Any kind of craft, really, as a contemplative practice to help train our mind, to help us gain more peace of mind, presence of mind, and use our yarn crafting to help us do that. So, that's going to be uh, some of the exciting stuff that's coming your way. And I'm going to have some others to help me do that as well. Some guests uh, and uh, you know, some people that you're going to love because they are, you know, they're just so inspiring. Okay, so enough about that for now. So today we're talking about this swatch. We're talking about how to take this little six by six or eight by eight knitted fabric and what we can do, the power in this piece of knitted fabric. To, you know, empower us, right? So I'm here. I'm always here to help empower you and, and also maybe even help encourage you or show you just. You know, to it's just to spark the excitement for you to teach others, right? Others that you teach and serve in your local yarn shop or your fiber-loving online business. Because at the end of the day, we're, you know, we're all in the same tribe here, aren't we? We're we're knitters, crocheters, first and foremost. And then maybe we decided to open that yarn shop or maybe become a designer or both, right? But at the end of the day, we all have the same goal and we ended up in our business because of our passion for this, for, you know, th- this craft for two sticks and some fuzzy stuff. Right. And, you know, the other day, it's funny, I was sitting on the couch, uh, in the evening with my family. And of course I'm always knitting, you know, cause that's, it's great to, you know, be very, that's the thing I love. This is, and also kind of what we're talking about here, that we that this craft is very social it's un, it's not like sewing being behind a you know a sewing machine is a very solitary craft knitting is not absolutely not and I was sitting on the couch and I was knitting and I was like I'm just so into um, a pair of fingerless mitts that I'm making that are so simple and um, my friend who you'll meet soon actually on the podcast. I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to share too much right now, but she's going to be on the podcast talking about these fingerless mitts that I'm making that I'm sort of testing right now just to, because when we do talk, we're going to talk about the contemplative qualities of the stitch pattern. And, and, um, you know, and so I've been really enjoying this so much. And, um, and so I was saying to my husband as I'm knitting, I'm like, man, I feel so good. I just, I can't stop like, you know, cause it's, it's knitting in the round. So that's another thing that I've talked about quite a bit is if not on here, you know, on the podcast, but also uh, on my live videos on Facebook is this, this thing that happens to us when we're knitting in the round, when we're knitting seamlessly, right? It's just like this continual motion that, it's like endless unless we decide to end it. And usually for me, it's like, I got to smack the the knitting out of my hands, you know? Um, but I'm sitting there and I'm saying to him, what is it about this movement of my, my hands? You know, that's, you know, what, what I'm doing with these, with these needles and also the yarn and how it's gliding through my fingers. Like, why is this so fascinating? Why does this feel so good? So if you could put words to that, I'd love to hear from you. Like, you know, I've got this this way that you guys can get in touch with me. I've been talking about, I haven't been talking about it lately, I should say. I have lately, I have been starting to. But if you go to carragotwarner.com, this is like the main hub. You can get to Power Pearls podcast from this website um, as well. So my main, you know, my website, um, Power Pearls podcast, I'm sorry, Carragotwarner.com. And if you go to the top, you'll see the contact. I think it says "contact me" or "get in touch" or something like that. But you'll you'll see this link on the top navigation, and you can get in touch with me, and you can leave a recorded message, or you can write me. Um, and so, I would love if you were to record something, actually, because that would be awesome. But either way, is fine. And 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 share for me if you can put if you can articulate in words what is it about the movement of the needles, about the yarn as it's gliding through your fingers, what is it that makes you feel why does it make you so excited? What why why is it? Because we all share this, but I can't for some reason put it to words. So my husband thought I was crazy and he's like, "Okay." I'm like, "But yeah, but like how, what is it about this? This is fascinating. It feels so good. It's And so, you know, when we think of Um, some of the studies that have been done, like, you know, the Craft Yarn Council, they have um years, gosh, now, years, years, years ago, um, five, six, seven years ago, they started these studies, you know, to talk about how yarn crafting and crafting in general lowers your your heart rate. Uh, it, you know, it, it it's like you have these the same chemicals in your brain that you get from, you know, maybe meditating. It's like the same thing. So you have these same kind of Chemicals that surface the dopamine, right? I mean, I'm not a doctor, so but like dopamine, right? You guys have heard that about that, right? So it's this chemical, this happy, these happy juices. So, same thing, right? And so, you know, today I just want to bring to mind this idea of celebrating the swatch and committing to picking up your needles each day and to even just maybe start a movement. A movement in your shop, in your community. Get people knitting, not just online, not just, oh, I'm going to do this myself. Get people involved. That's why I'm talking to those of you that do have yarn shops. And if you are an online marketer and you have uh, an online, you know, you have classes, you sell online, well, you can do this on your live videos. You can do this on an Instagram story. You can do this on an Instagram live. So there are so many ways to do it. So we want to knit for the sake of knitting, right? And we want others to feel the same way. And and using something like a stitch block or a gauge swatch and getting people excited about it. So it goes beyond, like create another dimension, Dig, dig deeper, dig deeper into it and celebrate it. Create a movement around the swatch, you know, because like I said earlier, you know, we're designing with these, with these swatches, or we're just making a straight up stitch block. Maybe we're making a, a washcloth even, or, you know, we're taking this stitch block and we're donating it to a, to a cause like Warm Up America, right? I mean, that's such an amazing cause. And, um, you know, speaking about the Warm Up America, I... um because this reminds me of something, you know, somewhat related, but still a bit different, but it's related because it's, has to do with these blocks, these stitch blocks. So, um, my friends, um, back years ago when I lived in Florida and I lived, um, it's kind of funny, this story, because I lived on the beach. I lived in St. Pete, St. Pete, Florida. And I lived on the beach and I I had about three yarn shops. And you may be wondering, why are you in Indiana now? (laughs) Well, that's, well, you know how jobs are. And that's what, you know, creative knitting brought me to Indiana when I first started working there. But anyway, back to the story. So I uh, lived within a, I don't know, 10 mile radius, 20 mile radius. Uh, There were three yarn shops like close by, two of them were only within miles of where I lived, which is so crazy. And so I was like, I I literally went to this one local yarn shop every day just to hang out, just to have coffee, just to, to knit and hang out, and and to really like observe, you know, like because I was fascinated by, um, you know, what um, the shop were up to, you know, what they were doing, and it always made me feel very curious why um, many of them wouldn't go. Um, we're afraid to go beyond, you know, fingerless mitts or making a a scarf, you know? Um, And so I, I think it would be awesome, you know, for, um, for shop owner, if you're a shop owner to like really see how you can do that, how you could use the swatch as this form of empowerment, but then to take them beyond that, to, to, to bring the expert knitters together with the newbies because when we don't when we're doing this out of love, we're, we're creating these swatches out of love or we're learning a new stitch or whatever it may be. Um, we're, we're taking ourselves out of our own head, right We're not doing it for ourselves. we're doing it for someone else. And so the fear this fear of I don't want to make a sweater I'm, so, I'm not good enough, that's kind of the self-cherishing kind of behavior right this is we're in our head we think we're not good enough. but if we stop worrying about whether we're good enough, we would maybe get in there and just do do it right? Just not worry. So as shop owners, we have the responsibility, right? You have the responsibility of, um, of helping your students, of helping your customers and, and empowering them to say, to help them realize that, yes, they can do it. Yes, they can do it. Even it's like the, these most expert sweater designers and p- sweater makers that, you know, that are coming into your shop every day, they had to start somewhere. They had to start with the swatch. So show them how, they don't they can move on from that from that scarf and you know and i did this in uh creative knitting you know creative knitting magazine had an, a great article um written by kim dolce and she wrote this article from the swa- uh, swatch taking it from the swatch something like this swatch from swatch to sweater or from scarf yeah from scarf to sweater. And, um, it's, you know, I can't remember what issue it's, uh, what issue it was from, but if you are a, in a, you know, if you're a subscriber, if you hadn't have many of these issues, you can probably find it. Um, so yeah. So to make this beautiful swatch, right. It doesn't take much. It's, it's just simply this beautiful object, no heavy luggage, you know, it's just to knit a simple swatch, um, you know, and all we need to do is really take a look at what we have uh, sitting around, you know, like something from our stash to get started. that's all we need to do, right um, and so you know, I love to keep them around, you know, I love to keep them around in a box. I like to even call it like my little memory box because these swatches. Have tags. So I like to keep a little, I have this little hole puncher and I keep little notes on my swatches, but sometimes I even add little stories to them, a card, a little mini collage, and I even integrate them into collages. So um, today, when you listen to this, so today is my Facebook Live. So I'm, t- I'm this season of the episode of the podcast, I'm going live on the Power Pearls Facebook page the same day as this episode goes live. So you can meet me there today at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or if you listen to this after two, don't worry, go watch the replay, leave your comments, uh, share your... Because the thing that's cool about the replay, you guys, is when it's live, I don't know if you can actually share photos and I don't know if people can see them, but after the fact, you can go in and you can share. Maybe you did create something that was very arty right, with your swatches because I know I totally love to do that. And I'm going to share collage Uh, my collage book, my most recent one. I've been doing these for years, um, actually for decades, Um, but I'm going to show the most recent one and how I've been starting to integrate little mini collages. Now I'm keeping them really, uh, I'm keeping them to very lightweight yarns, like fingering weight and lace weight so that the book folds, stays closed very nicely. And I'm using a Moleskine, I'm using a Japanese uh, journal, a Moleskine Japanese journal to do these, uh, to create these collages. And I'm just so excited that I have an outlet to like just knit for the sake of knitting. That's all that it comes down to for me. And so um, this is a great way that I can practice uh, and have peace of mind, you know pre- or I should say presence of mind with my swatch. And I forget about myself. I forget about myself because I'm not worried about following a pattern. I'm not worried about perfect stitches. In fact, one of the most recent uh, collages that I'm working on, I actually drop stitches and they're part of the of the of the piece of the collage. So shop owners, you can totally do things like this. Please empower your, your peeps, empower them to, you know, knit for the sake of knitting. Um, and so I want to circle back to, um, so uh, this, when I lived in Florida, um, so the yarn shop that I frequented, one of them was, um, I had a a great community, my tribe, my tribe was there. Um, and I miss them so much. I miss them. Um, so if you guys are listening, Barb, um, Mary Ellen, I don't know, you know, like Sean, I mean, it was, it was, oh, it was just a wonderful, uh, wonderful group of people, um, that I used to hang out with and, um, they gave me a baby shower um, so it was so, it was so intense, the experience, like I didn't realize it until I was the recipient of this gift that they gave me that involved stitch squares. Um, and so just think of how this will, will, will just the, the incredible gift that you will give to people, you know, um, or someone that if you donate your swatches, you know, your stitch blocks to a, a good cause, it will have a tremendous Transformation, a tremendous experience for these people. But anyway, so I, um, they gave me a shower, which is so, so kind. I didn't expect this, but I, because, you know, I was um, supposed to go to New Jersey for my baby shower and I couldn't because my, my doctor, my midwife said, uh, babe, you're not going anywhere because you're 1%. Dilated, so as a result, my friends gave me a baby shower, and it was so wonderful it was such an amazing experience i it, I totally had no idea it was so unexpected and they presented me with a gift and the gift was a blanket baby blanket uh, made of you guessed it stitch blocks uh, stitch squares, and just the idea that all of my friends actually touched this blanket in in some way you know and worked on the stitches and then uh and then someone put all of those stitch blocks together and maybe you've done this in your shop maybe you've done this online you've you've done it maybe a knit along having to do with um creating a stitch block blanket to give to a, a great cause um, but you know this is such a meaningful experience, and so, like I said, this uh, the recipient um, you have no idea, you know, the, what it means, you know. And so, when I received this, I was over, um, I was just overjoyed and and so emotional and just. Uh, overwhelmed really is is the truth because um i was just so touched and i could not believe that they did this for me so it's um so anyway i wanted to just to share that story just to to um just to sort of drive home the fact that when you're doing this out of love you know and care for someone it's, it has a very um, huge impact on them, but it also helps you to uh, not make it about yourself, you know, getting out of your own head and focusing from that place. Then you don't worry. You know, you don't worry about, oh, my stitch is perfect or I'm not good enough, right? So, um, yeah. So you empower yourself by doing that and you empower others to do the same. And then you're making someone's life really amazing because you've given them something to keep them warm. So, you know, I'd love to hear from you guys, by the way, and I ask you and and you know, please take me up on this, so shop owners and fiber business makers out there, how do you help those you teach gain more presence of mind with their knitting and crochet? And how have you empowered them to move from the scarf to finally making that sweater? You can join me on the Power Pearls Facebook page today and every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and let's continue the Swatch Celebration conversation. And if you can't make it live, check it out in the archives because those of it, the videos live there. And, you know, so please go back and check it all out. Check all of the past uh, videos out as well, because there's a lot of juicy stuff in there, you guys. Um, and I don't, I always forget to talk about the podcast. I mean, the, not the podcast. Hello. Sometimes I don't listen to myself talk. Um, <laughs> I don't mention the live videos enough. But they're really very connected. So if any of you guys are die-hard podcast listeners and you've joined me on the pot, on the, you know, on the live videos as well, you'll know that I try to knit those things together, right? I try to kind of um interweave, if you will, the um the 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 topics that I talk about here with what I'm going to talk about on in during the live video. And sometimes those things overlap. Or, you know, they there's some other things that I do as well. So um, but what I would love to to have you guys do is to join me because um I'm gonna show you, like I said earlier, I'm gonna show you uh some of the things that I've done with my uh my yarn art collages, how I've taken the swatch and turned it into something else. And and I would love this um to show you this so that it could maybe um spark these ideas for you. And also maybe you have something that you can share as well um, during the video in the comments. Um, and I know that in the during the replays, you can you can share videos. I don't know if you can do it while we're live. And I'm also going to share some resources for how you can actually donate your swatches for a good cause. So you can start your very own movement, which would be so awesome. Get the community involved, you know, take it out of your own little sphere, right? get people, uh, excited around you. Uh, maybe even teach people, maybe you can have your own little event at the, you know, community center or the senior center. Um, so, uh, so we'll talk about that and, uh, you know, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's create that community and knit together. Um, uh, so I might even share a few little ways that you can turn this into a fun stash buster, um, a uh, project, uh, maybe even share some stash busting tips, and I will have my son. He's going to be kind of in the video a little bit uh, today, because guess what? It's fall break, and as you guys know, I've said before, if you can't beat them, join them. I know that's a silly way of saying this, but like in the past, you know, during spring break, fall break, Christmas break, there's always a break where I would. Tell my son, okay, go color, draw in your notebook, whatever, you know, and I'm going to be on video, okay? So you got to be good. But then at one point I thought, nah, you know what? Whenever he's in my video, you guys love it. In fact, he's the life of the party. You know what I'm saying? Uh, There's one video in the archives. If you guys go check it out on the Facebook, on the Power Pearls Facebook page, Um, and you'll see the screen grab, you know, the screen like if you check in the archives, you'll see a picture of him and he's got the funniest face. And I think it was when we did, um, Spring Break Crafts and, uh, he was behind me or next to me. I didn't even realize this, making the, the craziest faces. And I went back later and, sh- cause I was, we were watching the video with my husband. Cause so I said, Oh, look at London, check this out. That's my son's name, London. And, uh, and, um, and we were just, we were laughing so hard that we couldn't breathe. You know, those, that that's like so awesome when you laugh like that, you laugh so hard, you can't breathe for a couple of minutes and then your stomach, your abs hurt, you know, that's the kind of laugh, that's the kind of belly laugh we were having. And, um, so yeah, there are some really good videos with my son, London in, uh, in, in the video with me and he is, and he loves it. He loves being on video and he loves to show off his Legos. So, you'll see some where he was really showing off his Legos. So, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some kind of knitting slash Lego something thingamajiggy that can happen. I don't know, I'm not sure. You know, like maybe little clothes for the Legos. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I totally pulled that out of nowhere when I said that. But anyway, so that's what's happening. And um, yeah, so, you know, this is going live on, uh, let's see, what's next? So, I'm, of course, I'm recording this a week ahead. (laughs) It's always the way it is, but we're getting really close to Halloween. So this is October, obviously. So it may or may not be something spooky (laughs) uh, during the video, like a spooky kids project, uh, something that's kid-friendly and great for fall break. Um, And so maybe some of you guys have kids, have little ones, grandchildren, whatever, and maybe fall break is coming up or you can just save this idea for Christmas break or for, you know, holiday break or spring break, whatever, you know, there's always a break. So anyway, you guys, this was awesome. Thanks for hanging with me today and I will see you next time. Take care.